0: Very interesting to have this session uh, with you today. This is a totally new experiment. Uh, and that's uh, a, a little bit in line with what we are doing with LISA, just experimenting how we can connect people to understand each other a little bit better. Uh, Pelle and I are uh, active in the industry for almost 30 years now. And we know uh, quite a, a few people. Uh, but with it, LISA, where we connect all these maritime professionals, we see people entering on a daily basis. And we have no idea who those people are. So this is a way to get to know those people a little bit better and also find out what they are up to. Uh, because I always are um, excited to meet people when they tell what they do. Uh, Hendrik Jan, we, we met via Lisa as well. And it's fascinating to see how you work, like what you do, how your environment is. And getting to know each other a little bit uh, makes life more interesting and also a lot more fun. And also, if you need somebody, it's easier to connect with the people you already know. And at the end of the day, when you want to sail a ship, you need other people to to do that. So this time, um, Frank is uh, our first guest. Frank, thank you for joining us. Uh, You are now located in Taiwan. Why are you in Taiwan? What are you doing there?
1: Uh, Well, I'm uh, I'm freelance uh, captain, uh, chief officer, uh, DP. Uh, operator, <coughs> and um, we are going to build a windmill farm uh, on the uh, east coast of Taiwan. That's why I'm here.
0: A windmill farm uh, for for, for, for uh, obviously a Taiwanese company, but uh, yes, yes.
1: so how did you end it up there? Uh, I'm going to work for uh, Jumbo shipping. And they
0: will be part of uh, building the, the, the wind farm.
1: Yeah, we are, the, the, they are going to, uh, another company is going to install the monopiles. And uh, we, with the Jumbo Javelin, uh, who is completely uh, overhauled and uh, upgraded in uh, Singapore, uh, we will put the transition pieces uh, on the monopiles. That is what we're going to do.
0: Okay, so that seems like a big project.
1: Yeah, it's about 80 uh, windmills and uh, there's uh, several uh, places where we cannot go on DP and we have to go with a four-point mooring system. So it's uh, going to be uh, DP work and uh, also uh, uh, anchor handling uh, procedures. And uh, the last two years I've been anchor handling captain on a a tugboat, Uh, sometimes on DP, sometimes not on DP. So that's why they, uh, they wanted me on the ship, because uh, they, they, don't, they don't want to make any accidents with, uh, with uh, local uh, communication problems and ca- that kind of stuff.
0: Okay, cool.
1: So how long are you um, in uh, Taiwan for them, for this job? Uh, <clears throat> they say 10 weeks, with two weeks quarantine, which I now just did one week in the hotel room. And uh, they say uh, it's going to be uh, uh, in total of eight weeks, but you never know what's going to happen. Last time I was uh, going for six weeks to Turkey and ended up almost four months. So, Yeah. Th- just to everybody
0: else, if you have a question, just plug it in eh? Yeah? so don't 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 be shy just say if you have a question or want to know a little bit more about some of the phrases front uses, just uh, just ask and raise uh, raise your voice uh, it's a small group so that's uh, that that that's open for all um, yep. I, I would be interested in how what is your what is your day job look like when you are on board so what is actually that you are doing? What kind of challenges do you face? What kind of activities do you do? You do.
1: Well, it depends a little on the on the work, of course, uh, um, depending on the vessel as well. Now we are going to <coughs> do a job with a heavy lift uh, construction vessel, which is normally uh, a merchant vessel doing heavy lift transport like we did uh, and dockwise. And, but they have a DP installation on it, so uh, they will uh, get all freelance people to, to, to do the, the, the DP jobs. And uh, this is always a challenge, ex- especially when uh, they just upgraded the vessel. So the whole DP system is uh, uh, renewed and, and uh, it's going to be some, some difficulties of course in the, in the future. So that's a big challenge. Uh, I believe they never done it with an anchor spread before. So that's also going to be uh, a new challenge on this vessel and before uh, when i was on the tugboats actually everything was a challenge because i've never did did anything on tugboats but uh, yeah i you know actually i like challenges so that's a it's a good effort if you like challenges
0: (laughs) yeah cool and and for those who don't know what a dp system is can you explain what it does
1: uh the dp system is a a dynamic positioning system and uh, Uh, with thrusters underneath the vessel, extra thrusters, and main propellers, and an uh, electronic uh, system that will keep the, the position at uh, uh, 10 centimeters uh, in place, so we can do all kinds of uh, underwater works uh, uh, or uh, placing a monopile. Uh, we cannot move the vessel, so that's, that's what actually my job is, to monitor that the vessel won't move in critical uh, operations.
0: So it's 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 in exact the same position, 24 hours or as long as you want.
1: As long, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, uh, well, uh, I don't do the 24 hours same position uh, uh, DP because that's most of the time the drilling ships are doing that. Uh, but uh, I'm uh, more in the dynamic uh, 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 works, so uh, that's the installation. So you will be a few hours on DP or you will be 24 hours on DP, but uh, doing a lot of movements with the DP because we can move everywhere we want on the DP. And uh, I, I, I prefer that kind of work because that's much nicer. So until uh, well,
2: to, sorry, until what, uh, what kind of um, uh, conditions can you keep this 10, 10 centimeter?
1: Oh, that depends on the vessel. The the if you have a DP, you have three classes in the DP. You have one, two, and three. And uh, if you have a DP one, you only have uh, like one operator station, and you have one system. <clears throat> when it breaks, the DP is lost. And mm-hmm. a DP two got three uh, two systems. So if one fails, you still have a backup. And a DP three uh, have uh, two bridges, two engine rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, three systems, so they will never fail. Actually, that's what they want. Yeah, and, no,
2: but actually, uh, yes, yeah, sh- yeah. Okay, sorry.
1: Yeah, but, but when the, when the ship is small, uh, your DP is not so strong. But if you have a real uh, large vessel, like uh, let's say the uh, Pioneer Spirit, uh, with wind force eight, she doesn't feel anything. And uh, the, the the tugboat of uh, uh, 75 meters will lose a DP when they have the wind uh, half on the ship. Yeah, Yeah.
2: okay, okay. Thanks.
0: So operating such a DP system is so specialized that the the regular crew are not fit for the job. That's why they fly you
1: in? Well, actually, uh, uh, if you are a DP uh, operator, you uh, need to have uh, 150 days on DP which means 12 hours uh, DP uh, in five years and if you don't uh, get those kind of uh, days you will lose your license so uh, Jumbo is actually more into the heavy lift business than they are in uh, projects on offshore industry so the, the regular crew will always lose their license and they will have to go back to school after that.
0: Okay and you are as a freelancer hopping from one project to another. So for you is no problem to get your flight hours, so to say.
1: No, 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 for me, I already have them for, uh, so uh, in three years I can already apply for uh, my new license. And uh, also the advantage of my uh, hopping from vessel to vessel is that I will meet a lot of different uh, systems like dive support, uh, heavy lift installation, tugboats, uh, ROV jobs, uh, you name it, i actually done it already. And the only thing I I didn't do yet is pipe uh, laying ships.
0: Is that still on your bucket list or uh, or not yet?
1: Well, most of the pipe laying vessels are are equipped with 400 people and uh, that's a little bit too much for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure. Frank, you want to ask?
2: Yeah, I had, I had a question, uh, Frank, because you earlier mentioned that you said that um, on this particular installation, you might not use DP but go to the four-point mooring system.
1: What is the, the reason for that? Uh, well, m- uh, most of the time, DP vessels have uh, uh, retractable azimuth thrusters underneath the vessel, so they can retract themselves. And uh, But this will uh, increase your... Uh, 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 depth uh, of the vessel, uh, so your draft will be will be more and uh, a few of those uh, uh, monopiles are in very shallow water so they cannot uh, lower the azimuth thrusters and then uh, the DP is not strong enough and also not uh, uh, will be DP2 because they will lose uh, two thrusters in the forward. So that's why they are going on anchors.
2: Yeah. And will it then be a combination then, uh, or uh, just anchors?
1: No, it will be, uh, we most probably go uh, on, uh, uh, on DP next to the, to the monopile, and uh, they will uh, run the anchors, and after that we will uh, continue on anchors, with the DP standby.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: What is the most exciting job you have ever done in your career?
1: Well, I must say that was with Pella on the Docspress 20.
0: <laughs> Tell us about it.
1: Well, that was uh yeah, that's that, that's the one. <laughs> Pella <chose
2: it>. yeah. <laughs> you had it already prepared, nice.
1: <laughs> well, actually, the, the Docspress 20 was my first uh, DP vessel, and uh, we were uh putting uh cables from continent to continent. Uh the, that's why we have this uh, incredible good uh, uh, communication line. That, that's what we probably put in water. Uh, we, we, I mean, uh, uh, a line from China to Vancouver, and we did a line from New York to Scotland. But we put the line in uh, the cable with in one piece. So on that vessel, we had uh, 9,000 kilometers of cable. and. Uh, it took us. Uh, some of the projects were four months in a row. We were at sea, and uh, we had well every day challenges because the vessel was actually well. If you put it on the standards that we uh, are having now, it will never pass, most probably. <laughs> so that was was always uh, uh, challenges every day. Again, uh, that was that was always a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: So yeah, you mean yeah blackouts?
1: No, not not really blackouts, but uh, uh, to 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 achieve what we were doing on the most uh, fastest way, that's always a challenge, especially when you work uh, with equipment from the Second World War and uh, uh, that kind of stuff, because that's what the vessel was built off. Cool. Yeah. So. But uh, on the other hand, what, uh, what, uh, what else was... Well, when I was uh, uh, the first trip as a captain uh, to install a big MERSC uh, three-legged uh, Jacob rig uh, on my own, that was also uh, quite a... Uh, yeah, it was a big challenge and I've never done that before.
0: Because of the responsibility you feel and, and the fact that you are the one people looking at, you have to decide yes. what to do.
1: Yes, yes. Yes, that's, uh, that's quite, a, quite a, yeah, that's a lot of pressure and uh, you want to do it uh, as good as possible and as safe as possible, of course. And uh, yeah, all eyes are watching you. So, and it, but it's also, uh, it's, 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 it's very uh, unusual to move uh, uh, five meters away from a platform. You normally have to stay away three miles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So uh, to connect and to it, pull it away. And...
0: But the project succeeded.
1: Of course, yes. yes.
0: <laughs> of course, it always succeeds. Well, that, that's interesting because it, when you come uh, talk about responsibility, it's about huge investments, mostly uh, huge assets. Uh, people yes. are there, so life is at stake. Economies of scale, so. Uh, being in that scene could be overwhelming. I could imagine.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's something. Yeah, and you have to, uh, especially, you are working with a lot of uh, assets and it, it costs a lot of money, but there's also a lot of people involved on the rig, on deck. Uh, now also with this, this, uh, uh, this monopile installation, uh, if we put the monopile on the on TP, the uh, we have to ballast the vessel with water to put it on the monopile. Because if we release the hook, the vessel will uh, tip over and sink. So, and that responsibility is in my, my hands because I have to also operate the ballast systems on the bridge.
0: So, so, what, so kind of,
1: uh, yeah?
0: what kind of culture do you then uh, create? A culture of, hey, um, we want you to take action when you see something is not right or is it just um, uh, more like strict uh, you just do what you have been told because I know what to do Uh, it's in the procedures so you just follow the procedure so how's the what kind of uh, culture do you want the people on board to have to make the project successful what kind of atmosphere is there
1: well the 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 safety is of course uh, one of the 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 most uh uh, biggest issues in the whole offshore industry, and uh, comparing to emergent vessels, uh, before we have any action, uh, it will it will take us uh, uh, seven to eight, sometimes uh, fifteen uh, job uh, uh, hazard analyzers and uh, safety, and uh, we have all kinds of checklists and and. You know, only for the DP, we have to do checklists every six hours, every 12 hours, every 24 hours before every action. Uh, so there's a lot of paperwork, but the culture on board is actually uh, like that, that there's always uh, stop the job uh, on the on the vessel that can be done by everybody. So if you see something unsafe, you can stop and, and we will, you know, and there's a lot of safety people walking around to, to check, double check everything. So, because the the uh, the accidents back in the days were quite high, because we were all, you know, uh, 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 reinventing the wheel, as we say. Mm-hmm.
2: And so, accidents and they, they are, such as hmm? accidents, well, such well, as
1: well, uh, doing things uh, never done before. So you have to improvise. Uh, if it doesn't work because you want to succeed. And then if you don't uh, follow protocols and procedures because you don't have them because nobody thinks it's necessary, then accidents will happen. And nowadays that's unthinkable to do something without a procedure. Uh,
2: Okay.
0: Cool. Can you uh, just... Asking Hendrik-Jan, who is in a totally different uh, kind of uh, industry, uh, how is it on board with you, uh, with culture and, and procedures, and stop the job? Is it similar, or because you are in general cargo ship, uh, captain there, so totally different than an offshore project? Do you relate to what Frank says, or is it different at your your ship? No,
3: exactly the same, but uh, we also uh, uh, supply for uh, offshore projects, so then. Uh the 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 safety culture the level have to be the same as uh, what they uh, uh, expect so yeah it's, it's exactly the same okay and, and and get and getting more and more so more manuals more paperwork more permits. But do you see?
2: Do you see yes. it as a hassle? These kind of uh, procedures, and and because I get a bit of a feeling, and I understand that, of course, that the more procedures and paperwork you have, it's it's a it's a ballast, and can slow down your operation. But but how do you see that? Is it still valuable, uh, needed, or is it just a bunch of paperwork to cover everybody, basically? Uh, yeah, so I don't things? know.
3: It's also the world where where we are living in nowadays. Uh, the thing is more the well, what I I think is that uh, the 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 younger generation uh, uh, can handle it better than the older generation. <laughs> and, and and if I look to my dad when when the I S M uh, uh, came, that was around 2000. Yeah, it was for him already a struggle uh, than than how we go around with it. So it's for, yeah. For that uh. uh yeah. It's, uh, it's something, yeah.
2: <laughs> but is it something that also that you can see and recognize as beneficial, let's say? Are there uh, less incidents due to this? Is this something that you can conclude? Or is it, again, just
3: covering the asses? Yeah, covering the asses. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That, yeah. Uh, that, 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 that well,
1: I actually, the, I, I did, a, I did a, a training in Australia, because I've lived uh, one year in Australia on a project of uh, Van Oort. And uh, the, the, the level of incidence is become uh, a, a lot lower than, uh, let's say, 15 to 20 years ago. But uh, the, 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 the fatal injuries are actually stopped and they are, will always occur because, you know, there will always be uh, somebody dying on a project. That's what they, they say.
2: But what do you mean not necessarily due to the job or uh, just well, nature
1: that's also possible, but uh you know when when uh, when uh, when something really uh, bad happens, most of the time there's a fatality with it yeah. and it can be on an offshore vessel, but it can also be on a merchant vessel where somebody falls into the into the hold he mm. you know. will probably die because he fell in the hold
2: yeah yeah exactly. So, so when something yeah. happens, it's probably uh, fatal, unfortunately.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's more likely than somebody gets hurt. But, uh, you know, uh, injuries always stays as well. And uh, But the paperwork, yeah, it is, it, that's, uh, that's uh, becoming uh, bigger and bigger. And uh, I've been on projects where they have designated officers to go for the paperwork because the chief mate or the second mate were uh, actually four hours on the bridge doing paperwork instead of, looking outside, uh, what is going on. Yeah. So, Frank, I, I
0: have a question in the chat. Uh, I'm wondering if you have a stop the job situation. There's obviously uh, uh, money involved, right? There's a yeah. pressure to, 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 to proceed. And there is this time wasted, which means money wasted. So, so, so yeah. how, what kind of uh, costs are involved? With regard to the project you are running uh, in a week time or so, so so what does it cost to slow down an hour or a day? Or
1: well, uh, the vessel I am now going through uh, is probably uh, around fifty thousand dollars a day. So uh, yeah, stopping the job is quite a quite a, a heavy tool to use. So. Uh, most of the time stop the jobs will be used by uh, high-ranked uh, uh, people and not by... But the small ones, is, is when it only takes half an hour, uh, then it's actually good to stop the job because you will actually uh, uh, stop and uh, uh, fix it and uh, you don't have a delay of a few days afterwards when it really goes wrong.
0: Yeah. Mm. So I, I imagine that is also, well, people feel the pressure to proceed. Uh, or is it um, you are at the ship and there's not a, mo- a lot of pressure from the shore to keep on going? And if there is a delay that you have to um, uh, win some extra time uh, left or right? Because in, in, in some types in the shipping industry, for instance, container vessels, there's quite a huge pressure on the, the shoulders of the captain to make the, the, uh, the, the schedules, right? So, uh, 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 and they are still uh, the, op- the possibility to stop the job at that stage as well. But there is an enormous pressure from the shore to keep on moving. How is that pressure on board of these kind of projects or these kind of ships? Is it the same or is it just that hey, we are here as a team and we decide what happens and the short just have to take with that.
1: Yeah, that that that, that depends a little on uh, how the contracts uh, are made and uh, if the uh, uh, the company uh, who is rented, like uh, now I'm working for Jumbo, uh, if they have a lump sum or uh, uh, an agreed uh, price, yeah, then the pressure will come up. But if it's uh, if it's uh, it's on a day rate, then there is uh, less pressure, or there will be pressure from the client. So that that's yeah, that's difficult to say. Uh, sometimes the pressure is real, real high to 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 go so as fast as possible. But uh, yeah, that that's that's uh, that's a difficult thing nowadays. Yeah, but I think it's not only in our industry. I think it's worldwide something. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you have as captain then the ultimate decision or who's making the call to stop the job?
1: Yes, yes. yes. The captain. Yes, eventually uh, if I don't trust it, I will stop the job. Yes.
2: Yeah. And there's nothing okay. like the client can override this and say, uh, you know, I don't care. <laughs> you, you need to continue.
1: No, 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 no. No, no. no. It's uh, luckily still uh, uh, very visible that the uh, captain is... Uh, and responsible, and he will always, uh, yeah, he he always call the, sh- the end shot. But, yeah, but sometimes it really uh, it's it's really difficult because uh, sometimes you are on a ship and you have no idea what is really going on uh, uh, on the project on your own vessel because you don't you don't have the knowledge of what they are doing.
2: What do you mean by that?
1: Well. Uh, I have no, uh, let's say we, uh, uh, if they install very complicated uh, hydraulic systems underneath, uh, 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 on the sea bottom. I have no knowledge on, on hydraulic systems. So if they say, no, it's no problem, that we can do it. and uh, But they make a, make a big mistake and uh, a big hydraulic hose will burst. I will still be responsible for the pollution in the water, but it is their fuck up. So, uh, but if I don't know, I can also not stop the job. So that's, that's a difficult yeah. thing, yeah.
0: Okay. So how do you prepare for a new job? Because before you board the vessel, did you have some homework to do that you already read in the project and all the participants? Or is it just uh, when you visit the first step on board, you will get briefed and, uh, and no more?
1: Yeah, well, uh, uh, sometimes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, Well, most of the time I get the procedure uh, in uh, uh, a week before. Like now, I also have the procedures. And I looked into uh, what we are going to do. But uh, uh, And sometimes I have to ask for it, because I really want to have it before we start a job, so I can can do my own work. Saves a lot of time.
0: Hmm. Especially now, because you have two weeks to do nothing, right?
1: Correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell us about the current temp- situation in Taiwan. Is it fun or is it boring?
1: Well, the the room is okay. Uh, the food is a little bit not so okay. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's yeah, it's not nice. But uh, I think this is the new uh, new way. Uh, I hope it doesn't. Go, I, I hope they will go back to five or uh, seven days instead of. Uh, of two weeks because it's quite long
0: yeah yeah and and uh, what is your shift maybe I asked in the beginning already what is your shift when you board a javelin how long uh, will you be boarding there
1: uh, I will stay eight weeks and uh, I will do a 12 on uh, 12 off uh, 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 shift on on board seven days a week and uh, yeah we'll see the, uh, the, the last time uh, they had to go uh, 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 back, a friend of mine had to go back, and he also had to go two weeks in quarantine to go back, but he was already three months on board, so it was completely yeah. stupid
0: yeah. so the risk is that you on your way back you have to spend uh, another two weeks in this room.
1: Well, I hope not, but uh,
0: <laughs> <possibly>. <laughs> <laughs> or at least they improve the food
2: then I guess huh. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I will be very good in food panda, but I can imagine Hendrik <laughs> Jan also uh, uh, encounters a lot of uh, problems with crew changes. Especially the last uh, last half year was was complete disaster on crew changes. Yeah, that's right.
3: And, uh, we also got a, a mastermind group uh, about going, and then we uh, discussed all the all the struggles what we got with uh, with crew changes. But uh, yeah. That, uh, that's getting nowadays is getting a, l- a little bit better, but uh, yeah, it's still not uh, not easy. But uh, the people that uh uh celebrate the birthday twice on board, that uh, that's uh, luckily over, but uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> that yeah, was that really that happening,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh god, yeah, and I hope that it, that that is history, but uh, yeah. That is uh, the world where we are living in nowadays.
0: Just to explain to you, we, we have in lies a different kind of groups. One of uh, them is a mastermind group where we uh, put people in the same position and uh, connecting with them. And we have a mastermind group with crewing managers and crewing officers from uh, different ship owners, including Jumbo and uh, Roaldog and, and uh, no, uh, uh, a number of uh, ship owners in the northern part of the Netherlands. And we started this in January and there was already one question related to the COVID because one ship was sailing in China and said, do you have any policy with regard to operating in China? And one company already had it in place. So we shared it and, and people uh, uh, were up and go uh, uh, and using each other's uh, IDs and, and formats, which is quite helpful. But in February, March, when it really uh, uh, had an impact, we had a weekly... Uh, meet up like this every Monday afternoon and everybody was just exchanging experience of Where can we have crew change? What are the experiences? What are the difficulties and it was only 30-40 minutes and it was really really helpful um, yeah. To have each other uh, Eyes and ears using to make a crew change possible and, uh, and we still do that on a regular basis, but uh, with a lower frequency uh, really like that one, and uh, Hendrik Jon was there as well. The fun part that he was even uh, joining when he was uh, sailing in the, in, the, in the English Channel or uh, at Goodland. So uh, it was very cool to uh, do that in all, all different places. So really fun to watch and to see. Frank, I have a- another question, if, if that's okay, uh, with re- regards to the project and the work on your, on your ship. Uh, quality, uh, stop the job, uh, important how about the equipment part so is it is there an extra uh, drive for quality systems or do you have special uh, requirements for the supplies with regards to the service level because if somebody breaks down uh, and the emergency is so high uh, you are you might want to prevent that is that is there something uh, of an extra quality watch with the equipment you normally use
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, uh, we have the FMAR trials uh, on, on the vessel every year, but uh, <clears throat> it is actually required by the clients. Uh, we have the, the uh, OVIDs and uh, other uh, uh, system checks, uh, certificate checks. And uh, well, most of the time the vessels will be, well, this vessel will be uh, going to dry dock and will be completely uh, checked before they go on a project because they do not use it so often and uh, but but normally we have the FMAR DP checks on the vessel and uh, yeah we also have the, the complete uh, uh, spare parts on board uh, in order that we can always fix stuff we have a lot of more a lot of lot of spare parts on board and uh, yeah there, there's a lot of uh uh, controlling and checking on systems on, on my kind of vessels, yes.
0: And are there at a specific service level agreements with, with suppliers or for providing service engineers or, or, or external backup, if that is needed, or is that uh, a step too far?
1: No, 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 they will, uh, they will uh, use a lot of uh, uh, external companies, uh, especially for the DP systems, because the DP systems are uh, very sophisticated uh, equipment. So uh most of the uh, most of the DP systems are used uh, are Kongsberg and uh, but you over, you are always uh, uh, in contact with these kind of companies to to fix stuff yes and uh, nowadays with the new communication uh, a lot of this stuff uh, is done online so they will just go in inside your uh, system online and will fix it from Norway or wherever they are.
0: Cool. Well, that's my questions. Um, does anybody else has a, a final question? Or Frank, do you have a, a question you want to ask us?
3: Uh, I, got, I got another question for Frank. I did, uh, and it may, it's not a final question, Gertian. Uh, but uh, do you also got a Polar training, uh, Frank? Uh, I got what? Uh, polar, Polar training. No, no, no. I went
1: for polar training. I was uh, actually working on a polar training because I always also uh, work for roadbow uh, Groen in uh, Holland to uh, make procedures, and and I was working on a DP3 vessel that was doing seismologic uh, research in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I don't have my my own certificate for polar. No.
3: Yeah, we we, now uh, we we had a lot of vessels on the shipyard and we make them uh, uh, polar coat certified the last few months and uh, um, yeah the crew also have to do the polar training and the only place where to do it is on uh, on the Schelling so uh, I'm looking uh, to it now to uh, undergo maybe also the polar training.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well. The thing is, with a DP vessel, it uh, it it must stay in position, but not
3: yeah. by us. <laughs> I understand.
2: <laughs> and Hendrik-Jan, is this because your vessels are moving to another location, and that you need this, or?
3: No, the, the, the rumors are going. Uh, that, that 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 is possible always, but the, the rumors are going that it is getting more difficult to to get that certificate. So that's why we uh, um. we did it now.
0: Just remember me another question, Frank. What is the craziest place you have ever worked?
1: Um,
0: you mentioned well, Antarctica. Not many people go there, but there's something. What, what is the craziest place you have ever been for work? Uh,
1: well, there was i I've been working for seven months in Papua New Guinea. It was quite a, quite a interesting place to, to be. Stranded a couple of times because the plane was broken and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh I've been working in Sakhalin in the north of Siberia. That was also uh that was uh, uh four days to get on, on site. 16 hours by train and, and and in into uh it was yeah, it was also interesting.
0: <clears throat> cool.
1: And uh of course uh, the northern part of the Pacific Ocean. But uh Pella can agree on that. That's uh That's also a nasty place to be. (laughs) It's a lot of fun over there as well.
0: Why is it nasty? Because of the weather?
1: Yes, yes. it's windy and cold
3: and uh, huge storms and swell and everything.
0: Bella, do you have any questions or remarks?
3: No questions, nothing to add at all. No.
0: Cool. Anyone else?
2: No, I thought it was really interesting
0: very interesting and i think it's a
2: yeah it's a great uh, a great idea um as you say you know you see sometimes people flying in new names and then you have no clue who they are so uh yeah it's a pretty good idea cool. i like it. yeah i
1: think Thanks. so too
0: yeah it was a lot of fun and very interesting to learn a little bit more about your uh, work and job uh, frank very interesting to find out and uh, respect for uh, the position you uh, you have because it's not easy you have to stand firm quite a lot of time, so you have to know what you're doing. So you have a lot of self-confidence to achieve that. And uh, I I imagine that uh, a rookie just starting from school has a long way to go to be at your place. So uh, very fascinating to see and to learn.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you all. Uh, Are there any persons that you know in your network that might be interesting for others to learn? Do you have a name that we say, hey, you might have a similar session with that person because he might be interesting for the audience as well?
1: Yeah, no, I have to think about that one. But yeah, uh...
0: perfect. No problem. Let us know. And I uh, hope to catch you soon. And uh, yeah. good luck in Taiwan. And uh, hopefully, yeah. the quarantine uh, is uh, away when you have uh, finalized the project successfully in uh, with Jumbo. and. Uh, yeah. See you next time.
1: Yeah, I will yeah. Uh, sometimes put an update on the on the on the Lisa app. Yeah, of ah, that would be awesome. Yeah.
0: Great. Thanks. Great. Yeah.
1: Nice. We, we like nice pictures. Have a good one, Frank.
0: Cool. All Bye. right. Cheers. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. We invite you to join us in the conversation at the next live session. Ask our guest anything you like, engage with the others and make new connections. It's fun valuable and free of charge. Check upcoming events in the Lisa Community app, available on iOS and Android. Cheers!